Come listen to Dice for Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. Hey, it's Dennis, editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads. And let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And truly you are. But if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter? At CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode. So you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump on to the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead and take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review if you're on spotify give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate anyway if you have the spoons to do this go ahead we really appreciate the support we want to thank you nevertheless just for listening to our podcast enjoy the episode Welcome, everyone, to the review of Monster Hearts 2 by Avery Alder. This is our review of our most current season, Return to Lake Mary. So, you just finished off the series, the the Lake Mary mythos. Congratulations. Yeah, so, now we're going to do... Just, just yeah. <laughs> you we just finished it today. Right Great job. We finished <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this one's live. There's no way that this was uh, super late. <laughs> no time passed at all. So we remember everything about this campaign. Everything. And haven't had to physically listen to the episodes we've put out uh, to remember anything. Yep. And we're all together in, in one room. <laughs> yeah, this is our first live session back <laughs> since... Hadley's since, definitely not next to a fucking airport. <laughs> How'd you think we all got together? <laughs> okay, I'm in too deep. I can't keep up the charade. <laughs> it's all no, we're actually all in Idaho. We're actually all in Idaho. We're at Sarah's house right now. <laughs> hey, there's Logan. Um, <laughs> so, so Do you want me to go get Logan to have him record a sample of dialogue? You can just take his audio for Brasslin. <laughs> 
<laughs> Logan's guest star this season was pretty legendary, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> it so was good. pretty, it was pretty good. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Logan and Tony who guest spotted in episode five as the the announcers for the the bad thing that happened. We need more voice actors, um, honestly. That'd be, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that, that was awesome. <laughs> I'll start off by saying um, I love Avery Alder's work. If you haven't heard of her, she's amazing. One of literally one of the greatest game designers um, that exists. Monster Hearts is amazing. Dream Askew is amazing. Uh, if you want to, if you want to check out her games, they're awesome and gay and amazing. Um, she's like one of the designers that have just helped like reinvent uh, Power by the Apocalypse. Um, and with, and with this and with like buried without ceremony. So like check out their work, her work. It's amazing. Really, really cool. But, um, I love Monster Hearts especially because I, it, the fact that this was even done gave me the idea to look at systems and think, okay, how do I make this combat system not about combat? How do I make it about romance? How do I make it about whatever? And that's just an incredible idea, but I think it was really, really well done as well. And for us, it worked extremely well. With all the stats, we were still able to do everything that we did for a monster of the week. It was not too clunky to where we were bringing over everything we needed from a whole other system and playing this one at the same time. So that was just really fun. But I think this was like the perfect choice as well, because all of us got to be monsters. And um, I don't know what other system you even get to be that, where you literally get to choose what monster you are. Well, I wasn't a monster. Yeah, but that was one of the main conceits of the the season was that the the magic leaking from the Undar still was able to touch even a non magical person like Hunter, who was able to to gaze into the abyss eventually because of those themes. So I think it was a really nice parallel to switch over to the system where things become a little bit more magical and things become a little more dramatic. And I think I've always strived as um, a game runner to have combat that can end through creative means instead of just, you know, punching them until they're out of HP. So I think it was a nice shift from Monster of the Week to Monster Hearts, where we found ways to talk down the monsters, much like we did in the first season, but more mechanically sound uh, with Monster Hearts 2. Yeah, it was more of a, yeah. there was definitely more of a creative liberty for us as players, like, n- narratively. Uh, because there was such a focus on your character's emotions and their like state of being, you know that was like that was like you were thinking about that more so than you were thinking about numbers and stats, you know, or like how to attack or like what attacks to use, kind of thing. Um, I did like that we blended some of the monster of the week stuff with monster hearts, though, because it was nice to like still like have abilities to use and like feel cool using. Um. But which like Monster Hearts playbook doesn't necessarily give you? I mean, there there are like attacks and stuff, but I like that we got to keep like a move for Monster of the Week. I thought that was a good call. Yeah, no, and I I like that we were able to get into this system, especially for me because I wasn't even in OG Monster of the Week, but I was still able to hop in with this and with the time skip. Dennis gave us and I didn't have to worry too too much about making sure that I did exactly what you guys were doing and I could just kind of make Vicky my own I guess <laughs> even even though you guys know that I like 
beat myself up constantly for like, oh gosh, I'm, I'm playing her so inconsistent from how Dennis introduced her. Now, big big kudos to Sarah for taking over an NPC of mine when the only traits that were established of her were that she was hot, she was smart, and that Robocop hated her. Um, <laughs> no, that, that was that was perfect. That was really cool. And I think that if you chart the beginning of season one all the way to the end of here, she's like for sure the character who has changed the most, who has had like probably the best arc. Um, and uh, also it was like my aspiration and my character's aspiration for us to become best friends. And we did. And you are best amazing. friends. So... <laughs> We I just have to was... figure out what we have in common now that we don't have magic. But otherwise, to me, it felt like like a, like a Stranger Things kind of thing, where it's like yeah. they like introduce those new kids. You're like, oh, yeah, what's the, this new yeah. kid? The, the only thing I wish I had done differently with Vicky was Nick. I I I told myself so many times I would message you to figure out the extent of Vicky and Randy's relationship pre his disappearance, and then I never got around to doing that. <laughs> It's all good. It's just vibes. So I'm apologizing very late. <laughs> I guess this is my saying. Sorry, the sorry, Vicky's Vicky and Randy's reunion was so awkward. Variable. Oh, uh, this is a this is a this is a new segment on on the review. Just apologies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. Can we get that going? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say us being extremely right. awkward was new because that is not. I'd like to apologize for not using a single one of my abilities during the whole game. What are you oops, talking about? Nothing else. No, only uses right, Oops King from Monster of the Week. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, man. Um, I walk in and and um, I didn't even get, even be get, get get to become my darkest self. I was really close, but it didn't yeah. happen. Wait, Hadley, what moves did you even have? <laughs> I'll be complete. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't have the sheet with me, so I can't even tell you which one. <laughs> okay, so literally everything came down to you in the last episode. We're all our darkest selves are like so. dead, and you still didn't use any of your abilities. <laughs> no, not even um, to stop Vicky and Jack from killing each other. <laughs> I had to nerf myself a little bit. Um, <laughs> that was apparent for sure. <laughs> because in between every session, you know. Hadley would ask me if he could take Angel Wings from Monster of the Week. I'm like, Hadley, we're not even doing that system anymore. That's a good idea, though. I wanted them, too. Um, but I really enjoyed the strings, now that I truly understand what, what it meant to have a string on somebody. <laughs> we finally we've, done it, people. We've done, we've done several systems where people had a string on somebody, and I was like, I don't get what that means, but I guess I have one now. Um, and now I, I actually understood what that meant. And so I was able to use that, um, and that was uh, fun. I was like, oh, this is a mechanic that people actually use and can be helpful. Um, <laughs> nice. So that was that was nice to finally get that. Uh, one of the things I really liked about this was, Dennis, thank you so much for giving us the flashback episode just so that we could play with different playbooks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was fun. My oh. character was so stupid, but I was so glad we got a record of that, because that monologue was so... <laughs> 70 years later! Yeah, dude, I, I don't know, I, lo I love the backstory back up. That was all good. Like, but and I was, I was, I was gonna say, I, I had a lot of fun with 
your character especially, Marcus, just because I later on decided to give Vicky this trait yeah. that, yeah, no, she's going to idolize her uncle who made terrible decisions because her mom did. Oh. <laughs> and she didn't that's even, great. and neither, of the, I just felt, I just, thank you so much for making Henry, just so that it's, I as a player could play with that. <laughs> That's my pleasure. Hey, you know what? That's what friends are for. You know, you're supposed to make <laughs> terrible is, decisions that's together. What friends are for. <laughs> I, I I guess circling back around to apologies. Um, I apologize, Dennis, <laughs> for not fucking anybody in the in the sexy playbook. Uh, uh, I you know <laughs> I, I it just never felt mm-hmm. right. Uh, but 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 yeah, I, it's a weird a weird thing being in a different person's body. I I get that. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was like, I don't I don't think that Nate is in the place right now for this. But I understand that this is exactly the kind of playbook and like the kind of story in which this could happen. And maybe it would be compelling. I don't know. Uh, I guess variables tell us if you were disappointed <laughs> in the comments below. Mm. <laughs> Uh, another thing I really liked, especially in regards getting to play Vicky, for those of you who listened to the party episode, which as of recording came out pretty recent, uh, I really, really liked that this game offered a route for Arrow and Ace players mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. Arrow and Ace characters. Speaking There's, of. So that if, like, because I know a lot of the game, like, hinges around the sexiness but if that's something that you're not super into but you still want to play a game and tell a story with your friends you have a way to do that that reminded me on the the party i don't i just will say this now i don't think that we were queer baiting with um with um what's my character's name zach (laughs) jack (laughs) with jack and nate um, because I don't think that anyone at home, like, really wanted them to end up together. If you did, send your fan mail in and tell us how much we broke your heart that they didn't end up together. Maybe they will in season three. We'll see. Yeah. You know? But otherwise, I think what we did is we tried to break as much ground as possible and, like, try as many ships as possible until we kind yeah. of figured out what, where were these characters going to end up at the end of the season. And I think we had a lot of fun with that, so... You know, yeah, yeah. We we gear a lot of people up in that episode to be like, "Hey, these are the ships." But no, we also switched around a bit to be mm-hmm. like, "You don't know what the ships are. You don't know where we're going." Because we give everyone <laughs> a little taste. A little I, taste. I I honestly never expected the like, even though it didn't really pan out out the Randy Vicky Nate love triangle. I guess it was kind of <laughs> interesting in the minute we had it, even though I think we all just kind of accepted that Nikki and Randy were kind of a foregone conclusion. <laughs> Should yeah. Randy ever come back or Vicky would eventually get over him, which yeah, was I what I that. planned until I Randy we, came back. <laughs> I love that we were able to do some dramatic work, honestly, like some dramatic improv. Yeah. Some, some like mm-hmm. we yeah. felt really connected to the characters and like were able to, Take them into a, like a deeper level, man. It was it was it was good. Um, I I definitely think that the system allowed for us to to do that. If if not just Dennis's uh, mm-hmm. leadership, <laughs> I need to experience more Thank of you. this couple, and specifically because there it's like kind of an opposite track thing of like I'm fascinated that they <laughs> ended up together. I want to see you guys interact more because like really really interesting. <laughs> Here's the tough thing though: if we did a season three. 
Robocop <laughs> and Paul would have to break up. Oh, no. That would be oh, the no, most dramatic no, thing. No, no, that, no, it'd, no. It'd be the no. most dramatic or thing that could happen. get married at the end of the season, probably. <laughs> I think what this is one of those things where we just leave it alone because it's good as it is. <laughs> that was, like, literally your plot this season. is like, I'm in the background making out with Paul, just so you know. <laughs> just so everybody knows. But, like, season three, when's that happening? <laughs> yeah. Lake Mary. Think about it. Lake Mary goes to hell. <laughs> hell yeah. Dennis is going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. Like your dad, when you ask him to go to the park when you're young. We'll see. And he's obviously like a couple beers in. And he goes, I'll think about it. <laughs> Which really just meant no. <laughs> And then you ask him again, and he's like, ah, you shouldn't have asked again, now yep. we're not going. So that means that one of us has to create its own, our own little offshoot. Yes. And in the universe of. Yes. <laughs> so it strums up interest. I've got, I've, I've got some ideas, thanks, thanks to all of you and the things you've pitched, so it's possible we can, we can come back to Lake Mary in the future. Yay! I'm- but as of right now, yeah, go ahead, Nick. Oh, sorry. Um, I, I was ju- just trying to think of um, some things that uh, maybe I didn't like about the system, but I couldn't really think of anything. <laughs> or things we didn't Yeah, utilize. no, I think I think the only gripe I had was I wish I had used, like, actively used my strings more. Or at the very least, just tried m- more ways to play around with the sympathetic tokens, because I thought that was something really interesting. And it's I something agree. that I yeah. never really stuck around with. Yeah, that's just something in the inventory to have, but that's like, for, especially with your playbook, that's a physical representation of the strings you have. Yeah. Like, whereas uh, most of people have to, like, talk their way around of, like, this is how I'm using this string yeah. via our relationship. You have the physical, like, this is our bond together. This is why I'm spending this string. This is the 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 string we have between each other. Yeah, no, because I know I had the bracelet from Randy, and I had something from Jack, but I can't remember what it was My shirt right now. For our oh, band. Y- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think I ever used that for anything. It just kind of sat there in my notes. It's okay. You can yeah. have it. Yeah, no, I just wish I had been able to use my strings more. But other than that, I can't really find anything that I actively dislike about the system. I think I I think I agree. I think that's where it is. Is like this new currency of the strings is a really cool reflection of. Um, kind of social currency that you have, right, between different people. And I would love to, like, maybe if we went back to Game of Thrones or whatever, I don't know, I would love to try to play with that even more. I don't know if the onus is more on the player to, like, maybe I'm going to try and do as many moves as possible so that I can get more strings on people to use or if it or what it is, you know. But um, I, I would love to work with that more. Um, so not really a critique, I guess. It's just really cool. I know we mentioned it in passing, but never really went into too much depth on it. But I loved the idea of the darkest self. Yeah. I thought it was just such an interesting thing for us as players to, to do. Yeah, I, th- I think I could have been more descriptive or like more imaginative with like the what my darkest self looked like as Nate. Because, like, I was playing, like, the ghoul playbook, so I'm like, I wonder if I should have, like, done, like, you know, something ghostly or something, you know. Could it could have been more 
visual. I think, but that, that, that's that's on me. Yeah, it's up to you whether it wants it's like purely inside emotional or if it's a full ass stand you have. <laughs> I feel um, like it when you hit your breaking point. Sure. <laughs> Although, kind of when I was when we were playing out that scene, Nick, I don't know why, but I always imagined uh, Nate's darkest self as just. His face just kind of like glitching over Randy's. Oh, that'd be cool. That's sick. I like that. Let me draw that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that makes me think what Dennis was saying makes, makes me think that this system would actually be really good for like an anime game. Um, if you wanted to do a hack, you could, or you could literally just use Monster Hearts, but, like, the darkest self is, like, honestly, usually what happens at the end of the episode, right? Like, you, you have your, like, emotional kind of, um, overwhelming moment where you know you really have to get that raw emotion out i feel like that's a very <laughs> very anime thing and it's like all the moves are focused on character relationships so i don't know somebody 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 uh pitch an anime game and we'll try and do monster hearts with it anything else well fuck yeah i guess we could do ratings yeah we can move on to our ratings our nonsensical ratings for the game i think this campaign deserves Jesus. Uh, shut up it's so, so dramatic than I do it's so dramatic I think I'll give this system three succubus siblings out of three I give this system um, almost countless seismic activities around Flagstaff out of countless seismic activities around Flagstaff oh okay wow I'll give this episode one horrifically dramatic opening <laughs> coupled with <laughs> even more dramatic mid-season episodes <laughs> coupled with a heartbreaking ending. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this uh, this puppy uh, ten make-out sessions with Paul. Nice. <laughs> I just want to go out and just punch dance for 12 hours Wasted on a single beer, just <laughs> the most dramatic night possible, just forever. I give this system a fuck it weeb out of fuck it weeb ball. Nice. Wow. Good night, variables. <laughs> Get some sleep. Good night, variables. Thank you for listening to our season two of our of our thing, and thanks for joining us in Flagstaff. It's a good place. Visit Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, wait, yeah, wait. And play Monster Hearts. <laughs> Can one of our ads be a Flagstaff ad? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.